Once some motherfucking again, now y'all know what it is, Little Blood TV, back with another Little Blood TV exclusive, powered by Takura Media. Um, this time, I got an honor and privilege to be sitting across from the infamous, man. Um, uh, I, I think this nigga was Kevin Samuels before Kevin Samuels was even, nigga, this a cold African I'm sitting across from, but um, Lee. C legal up, for the people. C legal for the people. How you up, doing, man? black man? I'm blessed and highly favored, man. It's C legal for the people, aka the world's greatest square, aka C legal scissor hands. I'm man, blood. I, I, like I'm usually interviewing you, so this is a right. different dynamic. You know um, what I'm saying? So what happened was right. Uh, damn near everybody who sat down with me, like man, why you in this city? Why you in this C league? And it's crazy because me and Taj was already like, bro, we got to get C league. We got to get C league. We damn near wanted you to be the first guest, but um. It didn't work out that way, but no matter what I do, what am I, what am I part of? I call C. Lee, he pulling up and he fucking with me. So nigga had me in West Oakland yeah. in the trenches. Yeah, it was the OG nigga out there with the oop on him, just like nigga. Hold on, who is you? I said I'm good. Blood like he good. I said like, yeah, we good. Yeah, definitely good. Yeah, you um, loved in West Oakland. In your, in definitely, your I appreciate you. you, and I appreciate you for pulling up. Oh, so C. Lee, uh, just to wake that game up, like what is C. Lee? Who is C. Lee? Why is C. Lee C. Lee? Uh, C. Lee is a, is a is you know uh, from the projects you know like like a lot of us are but C. Lee uh, is somebody who's always been on a different path a square path you know mm -hmm. and I, I represent that demographic of people from the hood who's born and raised you know Section Eight babies single parent households but we never got in, we never got involved in no activities you know what right, I'm saying right. we was uh you can say we was onlookers or you know we was just not we was never engaged that was right. never our path so um what made you not take that path you just knew it wasn't for you uh, for, you know I would I would have to thank God first and then I would have to thank my mama and you know my aunties and my uncle second uh because none of my family we really moved like that we you know right. you know we all was all was all taught to you know take our own path not really go what you know what what everybody else is doing right, you know what I'm right, saying? so right. we always took our own path and i, I just I, I really thought that that group was misrepresented that's why we got so many people trying to be tough trying right, to be some right. pimp and try to be something that they not and then they get lost in that so i i had to be i made it a point to call myself the world's greatest square even right. got merch that say like i'm a square and i'm having it my way period and period. always you know what i'm saying and, so, um one thing about it silly i never see you try to merge like you yeah, always definitely not players you always two fingers player. absolutely absolutely we got to keep it that way it's too much it's too much to accomplish to be uh trying to be something you're not or engage in any type of stupidity hell not nah. right and, um what part of the city was that you grew up i'm in? from hunters point california i usually right. don't say that on cam on camera i usually tell people i'm from antioch you know right, what i'm right, saying right, right. i usually you know rep the suburbs but you know i fuck with you blood so i'm gonna tell you the truth but right. yeah i'm from hunters point i'm from the point san francisco right. california born and raised definitely shout out uh frisco man i got a lot of good game out of frisco and i tell people all the time i'm a fake city nigga on the under like because uh, <laughs> really took a nigga in definitely so what gave you like i don't know when did you find that niche like i can really talk to these women like when did you find that niche because on the under bro you got it bro and it's funny um i don't i don't know uh how to say it but it's funny how you be having them hoes out of pocket <laughs> Let's put it like that. We just gonna keep it all the way 100. Like, you get to a bitch, Seely. You be having a bitch. Yeah, I'm on welfare. Fuck it. Yeah, woo. I burnt the nigga last week. Fuck it. Like, Seely, how you, like, when did you, 
Bro, you could have been a pimp, bro. Hey, the key to doing anything, and I, I learned this because I'm reading the Larry King book, is you got to be honest yourself. Uh-huh. A woman is, uh, anybody's going to be honest with you when they feel like you being genuine with them. So right. look, I'm going to tell her, look, I'm a square. Look, I got this, this, that going on. But you know what? This is how I feel about you. Right, right, and then, right. you know, a, a woman ain't stupid. Women are highly intelligent. So they're right. not dumb. So if she feel like you being genuine and honest, she's going to be feel, feel comfortable being herself. Right. Definitely. So, and then, you know, that's how, that's how it happened. Um, and, you know, and we just have real conversations on my show about a variety of different things, not just relationships about people parenting about money Definitely. you know about you know the current current state of just anything you know what right, i'm saying right, so right. we have a, a variety of different conversations and but a majority of my audience is for sure women women definitely gonna uh keep you lit for sure for sure definitely women women gonna keep you lit for sure and, de- and um you know i tell people at that all the time especially like these up-and-coming young cats who rap and all they rap about is mobbing mobbing i'll be like bro make song about women that's what keep me lit that's what keep me relevant is the the songs i got about the women like y'all have to know how to make your music diverse don't just talk about Mobbing. I'm glad you brought that up because in the Bay or just Northern California period, we live with the spirit of arrogance and ego. Uh-huh. You know what I'm saying? So even when you try to give some truth or some good information, we we know everything already. Right, you know what right. I'm saying? We think so everything boosty. Everything, you know, yeah. I'm doing I'm living like this. This was going up. Right. This is what they want. I got this figured out. Like every every everybody I know got the whole music industry figured out, top right. to bottom. They know everything already. Right. You know what I'm saying? I'm like, man, ho- hopefully you can just make this applicable and you can apply it and go get you some, you know, some uh Dead presidents around this motherfucker. Definitely. You know what I'm Definitely. So from Frisco, did you like grow up in any other cities throughout the Bay? Did you move? Oh, uh, like- I went to Antioch when I was like second semester of my ninth grade year. That's uh-huh. when I went to Antioch. How I was did, that? Uh, it was a culture shock. And I'm going to keep it real. A lot of people don't talk about this, but that shit can lead you into a little fake depression. Right, right, because right. Because it's right. like, I'm, I'm this ghetto nigga and I got like, and I'm from the city. We talk shit. Right, right. I'm like, I'm, I'm, I might be just straight playing, showing love. Like, God damn, that, your haircut weak as fuck. Right, right. But in Antioch, that's, that'll hurt a nigga's feelings. Fiction. You know what yeah, I'm saying? But I'm just wow. talking shit. So yeah. I'm, I'm coming into this culture shock and it's like, fuck, I'm, I'm not understood. You right, know what right, I'm saying? Right, right. I'm not like, y'all don't really understand me. So it took some time getting used to that shit. But once you got used to it, it was, a, it was a life changing thing because the gift of the suburbs, it shows you a different life outside of just what's going on. Right, in the hood, right, you know what right, right. I never knew, I never knew about, you know, owning no property or owning Definitely. no businesses. I never even, I never used to see healthy black families right, and shit right, like that. Right, and right. I didn't see a lot of that when I was growing up. So right. when you go to the suburbs, it's a different lifestyle. Plus like the resources are different. Uh-huh. They got, you might know somebody, oh shit, my uncle owned this store over here. My uncle got, is a millionaire. My auntie got this going on. So your, your resources change when you start meeting new people. So right. that shit did that for me and it opened my game and i think lot. um Antioch and pittsburgh i think that shit did a real 360 from then and now yeah yeah shit ghetto like, like, yeah. that shit's the trenches now that shit is the trenches <laughs> Antioch, don't let don't sleep on Antioch. they'll blow your ass down on highway for four sure. think you think you good and you safe your ass is, that'd be your last ride fuck around on that highway four for you sure did. and Take that's what i was getting route. that's what i want to get into do you think it's because of the people that moved out there like you said you came from the ghetto to the suburbs do you think it was too much ghetto pouring into the suburbs or i think it was that and i think it was by design i uh-huh. think that shit was by design you know let's get all get all these niggas about the city so we can move these techies in so they can right. be close to work and let's get these niggas uh about the way you know what i'm saying right. so i think it was by design because they if they could have you know did certain things to prevent all the violence and crime but they didn't right right so it was by design i yeah. think um when they did that, uh, when they gentrified us, I think that's when all them white people drugs came in. Mm. And what I mean by that, nigga, we didn't have, we weren't smoking crystal. Our people weren't smoking no crystal sure. meth. 
That's a fact. Keep it real. Like that's our a people fact. wasn't still in Cadillac a converters. Fact. Like that's a fact. Crack that made fact. them hook cable. Remember the cable man? <laughs> Hell yeah. Nigga, crack made them like hustle. Like Crystal Meth, they up for five days, bro. Like man, I didn't even know about Crystal Meth till like oh eight when I was working security at a hotel in Martinez, California, and. The meth in Martinez, Congress area within white folks, that shit is a different level. Yeah. Like that shit, like literally you, cause when you work in security, you might have to go in a room and wake a motherfucker right, up. Right, right, you know right. what I'm saying? Like, hey, you got time to check out. But a motherfucker is half dead. Right. So you gotta slap a motherfucker. <laughs> boom, 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 wake your sleepy ass up and get up out of here. So you was in there slapping uh crankheads. I'm thinking, I'm just so scared. I'm thinking the nigga dead. You know what I'm saying? Right. It's him and his bitch in there. Off meth. I'm thinking he dead. I'm slapping the fuck out of him. Go, go, go. Really? They just burnt out. They didn't been up for four or five days. Four or five days. I'm like, shit. And that that shit's serious. I didn't know nothing about it. But then that shit, that shit get a hold of me. I think um, once they started gentrifying our area, them type of drugs came in, bro. Because, um, you know, even with the Percocets and all that, like people weren't taking that Xanax and shit like that. Hell no. So that's crazy, bro. So by design, Definitely. By design, the fucking suburbs turned into the trenches. Definitely turned into the trenches. And uh, yeah, now they uh, just trying to get us out of California, period. The way this shit looking. They trying to, because even the suburbs, like in the trenches in Antioch, you might be paying seven, eight hundred thousand dollars for a house. Fuck. You know what I'm yeah. saying? And some bullshit. Who the fuck got that kind of money? Right, right. You know what um, I'm saying? I seen something um, the other day, and it was saying... People are leaving out of San Francisco by the thousands, like fast. People like, leaving the whole bay. This shit is despicable. Like, right. motherfucker ain't trying to sit around here broke, struggling, and then you got to worry about every time you park a motherfucker bipping your car. Right. Then you got to keep it on you because niggas is robbing anything. You know what I'm saying? With a back, man, fuck all that. Do you think that's a, that's a cause of uh, PTSD too? What you mean? Like just, just the way we live out here. Period. Like you, like you said, you gotta worry about this expensive ass rent. You gotta worry about getting your car bipped. You gotta just worry about hella senseless shit. Like and all that is playing a part. You get Hell what I'm yeah, saying? Yeah, that shit fuck up your psyche living. because, uh, yeah, we deal with anxiety like normal. You know, mm-hmm. I, you might be in your neighborhood and the wrong car might pass by. And you just what, yeah, who is that? Tweaking. That's anxiety. Yeah, yes, you know what I'm yes, saying? Yes. And that shit is not healthy to constantly be living like that because that's what. Like that PTSD shit. That's why people in the military got to take all that medicine right. when they come home because it's not normal to live like that. It's right, not right, normal right. to be afraid to park your car because it might be bipped. Right, it's not right. normal. Like shit, I want to go. I want to go to this party downtown, but shit, it might get shot. That's right, not normal. Right, and then right. I was thinking back in the days, like during the little hyphy movement and all that type of shit. Like we used to go to parties knowing it was gonna get shot up. Uh-huh. And you, we used to go to parties knowing it was gonna be a fight. And now I got uh, partners that got kids that's 14, 15 and niggas like. Yeah, I would never let my kid go to no party right. where, where I know more than likely it's going to be a shooting or a right, fight. Right, right, and right. we used to take those risks. But you know what I'm saying? It's like it's a lot of shit that we deal with here that it's not normal and right. it's not healthy. When you when you start getting older and maturing, that shit definitely, not healthy at all. Definitely. So how um how did you become like a stable like this in the Bay? Because believe it or not, Celia, you are not only in the Bay. Um, I see San Diego, yeah, L.A., um, yeah. Arizona. Um, I think you were in Vegas and people were stopping you in Vegas. Absolutely. Like, like how does that feel? How how did you become, you know? It's like, a it's a gift and a curse. It's a gift right. and a curse. I'm going the money's good. Mm. It's a lot better than security. You know what I'm saying? It's different when you can wake up and have three, four bookings and have five, ten thousand. You right, know what I'm right, saying? Right, when you right, just right. when you just had zero the day before. It's right, right. different when you're getting security twenty dollars an hour. Right, right. You know what I'm saying? That 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 that's a it's a big difference. So the money's good, but the shit that come with it is it's a lot. You right, know what I'm definitely. saying? It's a lot because uh and we in generation clout right now. 
So right. when you are the person getting attention, you are now the target. Exactly. And that shit not always that shit not always right. healthy. You know what I'm saying? Right. You start yes. picking up all type of different energies. And then certain people I'm in business with, you know, it just you start picking up they and these motherfuckers think I own companies that I don't even own. Right, you know right, right, like, right. Somebody said I own Bay Area Alert the other day. I said, What the fuck? I don't own this shit. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I don't but you know, it, it, it come with a lot. Shout out to Portland too. Portland fuck with me heavy. For sure. I, they think I run Seattle. a Portland pa- uh, platform too. So a lot of people in Portland be tapping in. But right. I love Portland, but nah, I don't. I don't run real Portland either. Portland, I love y'all though. Right. Um. So with me, right. So people think because I'm little blood and um I'm a rapper from what they see and what they think they think I have all this fucking money, like family, friends. They think I have all this fucking money. Do you get the same just because you know you? Popping and doing your shit, do your family or your friends just think you're super fucking rich? Hell no, I let niggas know I'm broke. <laughs> Especially to my family, because I, I know I, I got one of them family. My family got a lot of women in it, and the women in my family gonna ask for it if they think you got it. So right, I, like, right. I set that I set that tone early, but people know like I'm a giving nigga. Like I gave away cars, I didn't, you know, shit, gave away therapy. Well, I just gave some shit away recently. I forgot, but shit, I just, you know, I gave away a lot of shit, but. Nah, we're not going to let nobody take advantage of us. You know what I'm right, saying? We, right. we, it's, it's good to help, but we're not obligated to do shit for nobody. But right. yeah, you you kind of you kind of get people like trying to pocket watch and shit like right. that. But, you know, that's one thing I'm strict on. Like, stop playing with me. We're not we're not even playing like that. So a lot of uh, a lot of uh, uh, question I ask them now, all of my guests is um, how do you feel about the politics and rap, the street politics infesting rap? Uh, I think niggas are ignorant. You know what I'm Thank saying? You, I think I think niggas are completely Sealy, ignorant because Thank you. Uh, you niggas, for one, you don't have enough time to be politicking in this music shit. You can just look at history. You niggas not. It's not a guarantee you're gonna be popping three to five years from now. Thank it's you. not a guarantee that this money gonna keep on coming. Thank so you. if you wise in any business, nigga, you gonna do what's best for your business so your business can sustain the test of time. Right. Not sit here and be beefing with niggas going back and forth. Have yourself in somebody's raggedy ass penitentiary. Right. You know what right, I'm saying? Right, right. All it fucking up your money you can't do shows now so that's just dumb like why would you want to be beefing with a nigga now you can't go get your three thousand five thousand ten thousand for your show in your home city because now you on the list and there is a list right right everybody who don't know there is a list if your ass get put on that list you can't perform in certain cities so why would you want to even beef with a nigga and fuck your money up and you know cut your legs off because in this shit we in the Bay Area, and the reality of it is the Bay Area is not Atlanta. The Bay Area is not L.A. The Bay Area is not New York. The Bay Area is not Miami, meaning you are going to have to expand your brand. That's going to cost money. Mm-hmm. Therefore, you don't want to be cutting off money because you're going to need all the money you can get so you right. can start expanding your brand because this is not a free process. Right, you definitely. Dig? So when you want to expand to different areas, you might have to move to the A for two, three months, go get you a crib, get you an Airbnb. You might have to go to LA for two, three months and be in them studios and right, be definitely. around these people so you can get these opportunities. That shit going to cost money. Definitely. Because you still got to live. I mean, some motherfuckers got kids and all type of shit. So you don't want to be cutting your money short because at the end of the day, this is the music business. Right. So your business matters, nigga. So you can sustain the test of time. So when niggas want to do shit that's contrary to business, I think niggas are complete idiots. And I, uh, I try to tell these cats all the time: stop dissing people in y'all songs. Like, <sighs> um, just because I just think that's boosy. And you know, <laughs> no, I'm not. I'm not knocking anybody that does it. But like, I'm older now, Sealy. I'm not that little kid anymore. And um, I just think you're putting a bigger target on yourself, bro. Like. Like, y'all niggas is really saying names and naming people y'all shot and like bro I think that's like the weirdest shit ever bro and and 
when I was growing up, I was taught snitching is, is bad. Snitching is not okay. Absolutely. And by you niggas saying this shit in the song, y'all snitching on yourself. Look at Doug. Look at Gunner. Like, if I if I'm just if like a, a wise man, you know, uh, learn from his mistakes. A wiser man learn from the mistakes of others. If I'm a rapper right now and I'm a part of any clique. I'm I'm a fuck around, put a gospel album out. Right. You know what I'm saying? Because the way they throwing a Rico at people, the way they are yes. criminalizing black men, making them look like organizations. I hope you niggas don't think that can't be you. Right. I hope you don't think that the police are not keeping tabs on everything y'all do and ready to hit y'all with a Rico act. There, that that shit just don't apply to them. Right. That, right. that shit could hit you too. And all it take is for Tim associate because with the Rico, all they got to do is associate you with the crew. And if one nigga did something. Everybody going down. Uh-huh. So it's like. So um, do you know about the Rico Act? Can you touch on that? Because I'm kind of like uh, sleep on that. I'm not. Really... I'm not super duper familiar. But with the Rico Act, what I do know for sure is all they have to do is prove you are a part of this organization. Right. And if this organization did something and you affiliated, all y'all niggas going to jail. You know what I'm saying? That's just how that work. And uh, they have a high conviction rate on this shit. It's going to cost a lot of money. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? To fight that shit. Right. And if one nigga tell. Everybody's done. Everybody. If one nigga flip. So if you got an organization with 27, 26 niggas like Thug and them do, if one nigga flip, everybody got to take a deal. And that deal can be from 10, 15, 20 years. And, uh, you know, I, I hope God have mercy on them because the justice system has never had mercy on black men. Ever. Right, right. So, yeah, I hope yeah that shit is despicable. And uh, like I said, if you are a rapper right now, be please be advised. Yo ass can get hit with a Rico too. Like nobody is above that shit. They will hit you with a Rico. Use your lyrics, all type of shit, and then you you will be cooked. Thinking you know for all this entertainment and the likes and the views was going up. Now you know I pray for Young Thug and him. Like you right. know they might put him at the head. He may never see the light yeah, of day. Man. You know hopefully God has mercy on 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 him and you know look over that case seriously. Actually, man, uh, peace and blessings to Thug and them, man. I uh, pray they come up out of that. But um, what's up with you though, Celie? What, what, what's your um, romance life looking like? You married? You single? What you got going on, man? You, I, you on I'm the market? Keep, I'm gonna keep. I just got my heart broke. <laughs> I just got my heart. <laughs> hey, look! I just got my heart broke. Did she work out the after hours? Hell no. Nah. Okay, <laughs> hey, look. Hey, I just got them hairstylists to fuck your whole heart yeah, up. Yeah, it was one of them. Them hairstylists to fuck your whole heart up, man. That's was she popping? Yeah, she popped. Okay, okay. She popped. Okay. Um, essentially, man, nah. You know, we had a little open situation, and she knew I had other shit going on. She know I dealt with other women, and uh, you know, it don't feel good when somebody get on the same type of time you on. You right, know what I'm right, saying? Right, and right. she uh, was like, "Well, yeah, I did this, this, that, and the third, and I was like, I couldn't take it. I was hurt. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I was hurt. Like, <sighs> but you know, it's part of the game. I mean, it's part. Of it. That shit hurt though. I ain't gonna lie. All you no feelings having ass nigga. I don't give a fuck what you doing with somebody you really care for and you fucking raw. Tell you that she didn't fuck another nigga. That shit hurt. Did she fuck him wrong? I don't even ask. Get that, get I that I'm sure it was. It was uh, like, I don't want to say. I don't want to put her business out there. I'm sure she did. You know what I'm saying? I'm sure she did. You know? <laughs> On that note, did R. Kelly do it? Yes or no? Don't lie, C. Lee. Don't lie. Um, I was like 10 years old and I seen that video. That nigga had his face all in that little girl ass. Oh, that C. R. Kelly did that shit. <laughs> Hey, I was at I ain't go. I was at the barbershop on third. I don't want to say the barbershop because I don't want to meet them niggas showing kids porn. But they was just watching it, and I said that nigga, that's that nigga. You feel this me? This what I think, right? Try to say it was his brother too. This what I think. I think he's guilty of some shit, but I don't think he's guilty of other shit. Like yeah, he a big old freak. Okay, I don't think he was 
like really kidnapping them bitches or molesting little girls. Bro, I don't think he was doing that. Did you know he didn't get convicted for that? He got convicted for racketeering. If you look that case up, R. Kelly didn't get convicted for the, the, the molestation of the girls. He got convicted for racketeering. They treated this nigga like a mob boss. Wow. You know what I'm saying? You can look that up. Like, they threw the Rico at that nigga. Wow. Did they sentence him yet? Yeah, I think uh, Yeah, I think they, his sentence ain't there, but R. Kelly ain't never getting out. It's over with. That nigga's cooked. That's fucked up. Shout out to all the, you know, molestation victims. I never want to be insensitive to those women. Like, never, on, never, on a serious yeah. level, that's never cool. A lot of young black women deal with that, and I, that's never good. You know, Why so is that? Them. Why you think Why you think a lot of young black women deal with that? Why? Uh, I think we just got to protect them better. You know what uh-huh. I'm saying? Like, they just need to be protected. And, uh, you know, I'm just going, it's some weirdos around this motherfucker. Right, you know right, what I'm right, saying? Right. It's weirdos and families that go unchecked. Definitely. It's weirdo daycares. It's weirdo schools. It's just weirdos, you know? So... I think, uh, yeah, we got to do a better uh, job of protecting them. Like, you know, nigga, if a nigga's a weirdo, the family needs to come together and, uh, you know, hold his uh, funeral service. You know right, what I'm right, saying? Definitely. You know what I'm saying? So, yeah, that's how I feel. So, how did you um, how did you start working with Disney? How did that come about? I was doing my own show. You know, I was doing my own show first. And, uh, yes, I was, I was a, I was a yes, part. I was Blood I, definitely I helped in. with that. You know what I'm saying? I Blood. In. Shout out to No, Blood. no. I didn't help with Dizzler, no. I no, tune into his show. show. I watch yeah, his show. My show. Shout I out to fuck Blood. with his show. Right, let, me, let me give you your, 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 your flowers, too. Shout out to uh, everybody that Blood helps. You know what I'm saying? Like that, you, that, that goes, you use your platform to really help people that's coming up before they get to that place. So shout out to Blood for doing that. But I was Thank doing you. my own show. And then I went to Dizzler and I was going to try to do some hood to hood shit. I didn't uh-huh. have the budget or the resource to do it. Shout out to everybody that's doing it now. Like real MVP TV, star quality, Manzo. They all doing their thing now. Going to different hood. And shit like that. I was gonna do that like two, three years ago with Dizzler, but they was like, we ain't got the budget for it. So then, long story short, we just took it to the live, and the live shit really popped off. We was right. doing shows, having conversations at first. Then the showcases popped off, and then that shit is doing really, really well now. Definitely. You know um, like you said, I know people be mad at you when they see you. Fuck you, Sally. Oh, oh yeah, of course. You <laughs> know what I'm saying? But it's part of the game. Like, uh, shit. Somebody got to tell niggas like this ain't it. Like somebody mm-hmm. got to do that. Like everybody's not good. Everybody not gonna like your shit. Like. Right. We gotta get, we gotta get thicker skin. Everybody don't like me. Everybody don't like my show. That's right. okay. You know yeah, what I'm saying? Yeah. This may not be for you, but go find your audience that may like it, or some people may right. like it. But because I noticed cool. you have your different from the Sealy Live to the Dizzler Showcase. Absolutely, you have two way two different uh, fan bases. Absolutely. Cr- let's talk. I'm gonna talk branding real quick because. Uh-huh. You always want to have your own See, motion. don't kill me. I'm about to smoke the cigarette. You out of pocket for that oh, Newport. Well. We got to get new blood off them Newports. You know what I'm saying? Get back to my birthday. <laughs> you really, you really <laughs> but when you deal, when you partnering with brands bigger than yours, even if it's with the Empire, if it's with the Thizzler, if it's with the Debject, you always got to have your own motion because you don't want to live and die on that hill. Meaning, uh-huh. if this business partnership end, you end. So you always right, want right, to have right. your own motion. Like, I knew that early on. So it's like... If I lose the, if I stop doing business with them tomorrow, I still got all my own motion, my own events, my own show, my own merch, my own philanthropy work, everything. I got my book coming. I got my uh, game coming. I got a, like I got my own motion. Like you never want to be reliant on this one thing because if that if that failed, then you know where where does that leave you at? So. That's reflected on the conversation we had behind the scenes uh, earlier outside. When I told you, like, bro, it's no retirement plan in rap. I have you to invest my money in other places. And like you said, if an empire or urban life stop fucking with me, we still building to core media. We still building the clothing company, the film company. The still like, you know, it's it's different stuff. A nigga is still putting his money into it instead of just, you know, all his eggs in one basket. How, how do I, like, 
Like, that's what a one question I want to ask you. How do you feel about the rap shit? Because you somebody that got hit classic records. You somebody that did sold out shows, big shit. Like, and you've been around for a minute. So you've seen a lot of people come and go. How do you feel about the music business in general for where you at right now? Um, for where I'm at right now, um, I feel if, I feel if I don't, if I'm not inclining, then eventually I'm going to have to step back and let other people just, you know, do, do what they're doing. Um, as long as I'm progressing, as long as my name stay relevant, as long as, um, you know, I can still make money off this, then I'll do it. But if I'm just doing it for ends meet, I'm going to go get a job. You know, like I don't have no, I don't have no fear in that. Like I have a child, I have a son. I'm not going to let my son starve because I'm trying to hold on to a dream mm. and I wake up and be 40 years old and doing shows for $200. Like that's not, mm. that's not, that's no, no. So, you know, um, I don't have, I'm not trapped in this masculinity thing. I don't have a pride issue. Like, yeah, if I got to bust suds, I'm going to bust suds so my son can, you know, eat, sleep, and live. You get what I'm saying? So, yeah. So, so, right. so you feel like at a certain point, if it's not profitable, people should probably navigate into a different lane. Yeah. Yeah. I don't care how old you is. Like, you know, uh, look at too short. Look at 40. Like, you know, they're well in their 50s. And they're still, you know. Absolutely. So, um and these young cats, I hear these young cats uh, often call, you know, us older rapper. Oh, you niggas old, you niggas this, you niggas that. But we have our business in order. Like, niggas are getting checks and niggas, you know, you might be doing a little bit more numbers, but you're not making more money than me. Mm. So, you know, you still hyped up on views and YouTube views. Your shit not together. Somebody else is getting paid for that. You know, like, you're, you know, you're, you're, um, you're just a, um, what's that shit called? A hype right now. You know, everything mm. is a hype. You're a hype right now. But eventually those hypes get played out. Can you tell when somebody's going to fall off? Definitely. What What can you see when you like this? This probably ain't going to last long. Mm. What signs do you see? To me, you see the flexing. You see a lot of flexing. You see a lot of flexing. And then you stop seeing the flexing. You feel me? And, um. Then it's different shit. Like you, you, you hear it in the music. You see, um, and to when you was hot, all the people who was riding your wave, riding your dick, and now you know they might have caught a wave, and you know they're not riding your wave no more. You trying to ride his wave to keep up. Like um, it's a lot of shit. You know, that's a conversation I have with rappers behind the scenes all the time because a lot of niggas are coming into money and they want to do the chain thing. And some niggas like Seely, I want to get this chain. Because I understand it's kind of a move that's going to draw interest. But then some niggas like, I don't want to have to keep up with this this shit. Um, so me, C. Lee, I got jewelry, right? Got a lot of jewelry. But um, I wear it when I want to. And um, my charisma, my swag, my mouthpiece, everything about me, I can knock a woman without it. Like, I'm just... And, and, and back in the day, when we were buying jewelry, we was getting it for the bitches. No mm. cap. Now niggas is getting jewelry to flex on the next nigga. Like mm. we were getting, you was okay with a little, just a little, you know what I'm saying? Your little <laughs> ring, your little, whatever, you feel me? You was okay with that. It was cool because it was for the bitches, you feel me? Now it was, um, oh, you see that weak ass chain, CDG ball? <laughs> you get what I'm hey, saying? Like, yeah, man. that nigga don't even got no Cuban on it. Like, you get it? Like, yeah, uh, back man. then when we was doing the CD, like, you know, we was saucy with a white t shirt on. 
You feel me? Yeah. Our jeans probably had them on for three or four days. Our shoes was whooped. But a fresh white tee, nigga, you was the nigga. So, <sighs> you know, now it's like, you know, it's the niggas hating around the bitches. To, it, it's crazy. But now I ain't going to lie. We was doing it for the bitches. So um, I see a lot of niggas, they get their money, they go buy grill. You yeah, feel me? And yeah. then um a lot of my pimp partners do that too. They they love them real. Let's just say um for the EDD phase, see even if you didn't get no EDD money directly, it trinkled down because that's how much money was Absolutely. around. The Absolutely. money trinkled down. Absolutely. So a lot of people who wasn't in position before got in position to stunt, to live out their dream, to shine. Now that that phase is over with, because everything a hype, everything is a phase. Now that that phase is over with. Niggas is damn near selling their soul to continue to That's live real. that type of lifestyle. You feel me? Niggas is robbing old ladies. Niggas yeah. is um robbing um the taco vendors. You know the little niggas yeah, who be yeah, yeah. like niggas is really going against their morals to keep up on that wave. You, what you I'm know saying? one thing I didn't like about that EDD shit, and it, this happened a lot, and it wasn't talked about. A lot of people start scamming their family. Oh yeah, I didn't like that. I, yeah. I, I, I would, am, I, I, not in a million years would I put my family, my mama, my auntie, my sister, my cousin in jeopardy so I can get some motherfucking money. Yeah. I, that that was happening. I was like, I would never think niggas would stoop that low. I thought everybody had a certain moral code. Right, like, right, where, right. Your family, nigga, yeah. that's 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 low. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? That's low. But um, like I man, the EDD was it was a gift and a curse. Yeah, that definitely. era was a gift and a curse. It definitely you know was, saying? and it it's an era and that's um gonna be remembered for generations because um our community never had money like that. Yeah, that was like was you a feel lot. me? Like it was a lot. And, um, it was a lot. And instead of people investing it really investing into making more money they invested into themselves thinking that that shit was gonna be a continuous thing like you know all phases and all hypes dry up i don't give a fuck just like with music you're not gonna be popping forever so i advise you to take some of that money and to figure else figure something else out you get what i'm saying speaking of speaking of let me speak on this then since we speaking on other shit uh because during the edd shit a lot of people started dog breeding shout out to all the dog breeders but it's i want for that shit i want to encourage especially black people to start uh entertaining new lanes for example uh i, re- I learned about bee farming a few years ago i see you and yeah yeah it's a, a lot of a lot of black people don't know how much money it is in honey Right. And just everything that comes with bee farming. You know right, what I'm saying? Right, like, right, so right. I just want to encourage people to learn shit outside of what you already know because it's so much other money. Even uh, I know people that breed snakes, right, exotic snakes, right, go for right. thousands and thousands yeah. and thousands of dollars. You know what I'm saying? So it's other shit to be bred and other businesses to entertain that can generate a lot of other money rather than we just seeing somebody do something and copying that same format right, over right, and over right, and over right, again. Right. Like I said, the B shit is big. The snake Question. shit is big. It's a lot of shit. How do people be without the protection? I always see you be protected down. Like, yeah, yeah, what, yeah. How, what makes them not get stung? I don't get that. Uh, I think they do get stung, but I think once you've been around it so long, your body just get immune to it. Okay. So some people can just go around all them damn bees and their body just immune to yeah. it. I'm not, don't touch me. Fuck <laughs> that. That shit hurt. Them bees are strong. They be getting through the the the, the little uh, the leather and shit. That shit. Yeah, that they, shit. they stung you through that before. Nah, they almost got through though. I had to pluck one off because they they chew and chew. Huh? They try to get through. You know what I'm saying? But that honey is is profitable as a motherfucker. Money, huh? Raw honey is it's a lot of money in that shit. 
Yeah, I was uh I seen some documentary and um they were getting high off the honey. It was some it's, type yeah, of, it's all yeah, type of shit like, you can do with that raw honey. Then like uh, like the little scales and shit is profitable. You can make like candles and wax and all type of shit right, they be right. doing with that honey shit. You know, it's just different. It's just different avenues, you know what I'm saying? See, like, you're an interesting brother. Like you do, you really the world greatest lawyer, <laughs> bro. Like and I see you got your um, gun license. Oh, of course. So, of what course. was the steps? Was it hard? Was they um, discriminating because you were black? All right. Uh, All right. To, I don't have now. I don't have the CCW because that's impossible to get unless you're ex police officer. And the officer. CCW is that's when you can carry a gun everywhere. Which okay. I got the gun permit, which you can get, and you go in there take a test. You can get it as long as you ain't got no criminal record. Uh-huh. But even even then, like in certain gun stores, like I only I don't want to say no name because I can catch a lawsuit because it's a major store, but. They'll make it difficult for you to get a gun because they really don't like seeing niggas with guns. Right, like, right, right. really, really don't. But if you go in there, you're going to see every other race. But when it comes to you, oh, we got to, you need to wait an hour. You got to have this documentation. When you want to get a gun, you need your permit, your original birth certificate, and you need a proof of address, meaning some mail to show so that, that you, you live there. at that address. That's what you need to go purchase you a firearm. When they start saying all this other shit, no, we ain't got this or you need this. They're lying because they don't want you to have no motherfucking gun. Right. But I'm big. I've been big on a, a gun advocate. Keep right, you a right. gun. Have you a gun. Everybody should have a gun. What's especially that, the young Second women. Amendment? Yeah, the okay. Second Amendment. Definitely. Everybody should have a gun. It should be no reason you don't have one. You should be protecting yourself, especially times now. And with the economy is about to get worse. Crime is about to even go higher. Right. You need to have a motherfucking gun at all times. Definitely. At definitely. all times. Square or not. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Because nobody is above getting their ass robbed. You ain't above no weirdo trying to attack you. You know what I'm saying? So right. just keep, yeah, keep a gun close. Right, right, you know right. what I'm saying? And you can have, you can't have a gun on your hip, but it's legal for you to have your gun in your trunk, right. in your case. Right. You can, you How can do have the, that. Um, security guards be getting that shit there? Well, the security guards, you can fucking uh, get your security. That's different. That's easy to get too. As a security guard, you can go get your gun permit to keep it with you during your shift. You know what I'm saying? But even if you shoot and kill somebody, a security guard, they'll try to prosecute you. Like, right, yeah, definitely. If a motherfucker turn around and you hit a motherfucker in the back, they'll still try to prosecute you as a security wow. guard and play you out. Oh, while we speaking on that, um, rest in peace to the young brother that went on with Joyner. But Joyner, you remember when they tried to rob um, Joyner? Oh, yeah, the cop, the cop. Yeah, the yeah, cop. Yeah. Do you think he should be prosecuted because he Ooh. did shoot the young man while he was running away? Ooh, and I'm um, to young thieves. Oh, I man. apologize to anybody out there. I don't mean to open no um old wounds or anything or speak on that situation in a negative way because I'm not. I'm just asking the question. Like, do you think Joiner should be prosecuted? I think so. I think if you're gonna uphold the law, uphold the law. Don't pick and choose. Um I don't know. Well, I'm I'm gonna speak from a legality standpoint. Being that he's an ex-police officer. He nine, 10 times out of 10 had a CCW. Right. So he had a permit to carry his firearm. Yes, definitely. So legally, he was allowed to do that because he's a cop, an ex-cop. And ex-cops are, like I said earlier, but they it's only with your back turned though, right? That's, That's true. I forgot about that part. In that case, yeah, they might got to look at that one. Right, yeah, right, if, right. if it was back. I don't, see, I don't, I don't remember the video. Right, right. I don't right. remember the video, but yeah, if he had his back turned, then you got you get prosecuted for that. Definitely. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, that's that's tricky though. Right, right, right. That's a tricky one. Ooh, wee, that's a tricky one. Rest in peace to these. Um, you know what I'm saying? And I just, I, I hope God have mercy on everybody that was involved because you know, yeah, they they like to make examples out of niggas. They right, they love definitely. to make examples out of niggas. You know what I'm saying? So yeah, rest you know, rest in peace and uh, shout out to Joiner and all that. That was I heard he was popular in Oakland. I ain't from Oakland. Definitely so. was a uh, dickhead. <laughs> <laughs> definitely was a homicide cop definitely definitely was a dickhead 
Definitely. Hey, Crooked so Cops is What's thing, new man. for Sealy? What's next? What's, what's, what's... Uh, I'm working on my book now. Uh, I'm working on my book right now. Um, I'm also, uh, I want to plant new seeds in new places because uh, I recognize in Northern California, you have to keep elevating and building out your brand or uh -huh. you'll hit you'll hit a ceiling and thing because these, like, we kind of fickle in the bay. The audience right. is fickle in the bay. So if you don't build out, if they don't see elevation in your brand, they'll kind of just move on. So right. my next goal is I want to put my book out, but I'm trying to build out. I want to I want to build out into the Arizonas. I want to be build out more in Portland, more in San Diego. Then I want to start building out to the Texas, to the Atlanta. Right. I want to build right. my brand out. You know what I'm saying? So right. I can sustain the test of time and yeah, not just definitely. be a local joker. So, definitely. yeah, everybody, if you're listening, especially rappers, please build your brand out. These fans will not be here forever. Definitely. They will not love you forever. It's going to be another nigga next year with a new hot song that they're going to love That's and they will move the on from sir. you. Yes, you know, the, your, the verse licks will slow down. The shows will slow down. So build your brand out because these people, loyalty is just not a thing when it comes to this shit. Right, right. Definitely, definitely. See, Lee, man, I definitely, um, definitely appreciate you pulling up, bro. Um, I needed this sit down. We needed this sit down. Um, like I said, whenever I call you, you always pulling up. You time. always fucking with me. You ain't never on no weird shit. Um, when I hit you, I was thinking you was gonna say uh, next week or something. You're like, nah, nigga, what? Whenever. Let's do it. Uh, tomorrow, tomorrow, I'll be there. Let's get it. I told him seven o'clock. He said I'm gonna be there at six thirty. So you know, you, know, you are weird. honorable, brother, man. I uh, appreciate. Hey, what days do you do at your shows? I do my shows Monday through Wednesday, nine o'clock. I do my Thizzler shows Wednesday at seven. Thursday at nine and Sunday at nine. So I'm so doing six, damn, seven shows three a day, week. six shows a week. Yeah. And your audience. So um do 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 the CLE live audience ever come to your Tesla show? Not really. They Never, do. not at all. I'll be different audience. They don't be into that shit. Man, you know it's mean? funny because uh, sometimes I'll be in a BM laying in bed and watch just you know, watch your shit like yeah, hey, it's, Leo. Like, it's, it's crazy. And we bro. just have conversations that people need to have, and I just want to start having more unpopular conversations right. within our community. Right. You know what I'm saying? So, and it's crazy. Know, um, sometimes when we tune in, when I'm um, watching it with the BM. You be talking about some crazy shit. You, oh, let me get blood on. I boo, no. <laughs> because blood, you one of the only people in Northern California that is worth talking to. I'm gonna say that, and I'm gonna right. be honest because. We are, we, we in the entertainment business. So uh -huh. our job is to after, is to entertain. You're right, the only right, person right. that's going to be open, transparent, and honest to have a real conversation and right. not be too thugged out, too cool to have an opinion. Right. You know what I'm saying? So definitely. like, I, I got to talk to blood because you wanted a few people worth talking to because a lot of niggas around here are just not worth talking to. Right, right, right. A lot of people be like, interview this person, interview this person. Why would I want to interview somebody that don't want to answer a question? Definitely. Why would you talk to somebody who don't want to talk? Definitely. You know what I'm saying? So definitely. I want to also encourage artists to, you know, be more entertaining, do media. Right, right, you know what I'm right. saying? I, I'm on one of the biggest platforms in Northern California, and I still I'm pulling up to every podcast, every interview, everything. Yeah, I'm pulling up like I'm not too big for nothing. So I want you know let's operate out the spirit of the spirit of humility and let's start working hard and be entertaining. You know right, what I'm saying? Right, that shit right. is important. Be entertaining. Why you drink so much water? What's the importance of that? Because nigga, I can't be fat. I'm not cute enough to be fat. Right, you know what right, I'm saying? Right, right. I'm, I'm not. Can't just be fat around this motherfucker. So water help healthy. with that. Hell yeah, was okay. our body, 60, 70% of our body is made up of water. Oh, okay. You know what I'm saying? So hell yeah, I got to drink water. So you're bro. fat shaming on a little blood TV? <laughs> I'm I mean, fat, bro. Hey, like, you just said that with hella pressure. Everybody like, not cute enough to be fat. Damn. Some motherfuckers, you know what I'm saying? Hey, you just can't be Do you fat like big women? Bro. I love big women. Big women okay. are beautiful women. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Yeah, I'm not finna be on here like on no Kevin Samuel shit like, fuck these fat hell. Hell no, nah, I'm not finna get canceled. <laughs> yeah, nigga crazy. Hey, how you feel about that? Was he taking Viagra? 
know. They said something like he was on some horny. I'm, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a, I have an unpopular opinion. I think. Um, for a nigga to just be healthy and then just die like that, I think he was spiked. I think somebody uh, put something in his drink. Wow, I think the nigga yeah. was spiked. You know what I'm saying? Do I, was I a huge Kevin Samuel fan like that? No. Did I agree and disagree with some of his methods? Absolutely. But for a nigga to just be that healthy and just pass out and die like that, I think he was spiked. And if you know anything about the pimp and hoe game, that happens. You know what yeah. I'm saying? Where you know where they, you know, a hoe or see a good trick. Yeah. Drop, you know, the, the drop. They yeah. call it the drop. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Put that in the motherfucker drinking, then that'd be his last drink around this motherfucker sometimes if his body can't handle it. Or a motherfucker just pass out and he'll, you know, wake up stripped like a motherfucker. So I think right. that's what happened. My opinion. Yeah. Allegedly, because I ain't look, I ain't, I don't want that bitch to be like catch wind. Well, well, you know, shit happens, and I hope that didn't happen. And like I said, I pray, you know, he had his affairs in order, you know, so Absolutely. his family can be all right. And uh Last motherfucker I want to ask you about, Charleston Wright. I I like I I agree with someone he's saying. I just don't like when niggas just be on. And I'm a square, so I can. And I'm as a square saying this. I don't like when niggas be just too adamant about putting black men in jail. Right, I can't right, get with that. Right. That shit is slavery, literally. You know right, what I'm definitely. saying? Like I don't. You won't, you ever been in jail? Nah, I've been Blessings. inside of San Quentin when I did my mentoring, though. And that okay, shit is blessing. disgusting. Oh, speak man. on that. Speak on that. How can we, you, you know, how me? can we uh, donate to that or anything? Because oh, I see, you know I see you be uh, doing a lot with with young black men. Not only young, young black men, with young men in general. I see you doing a lot. I took them with niggas them. inside of San Quentin prison, and they took us inside. The, when I tell you that shit got an odor like crazy yeah. in that fucking prison, and then the shower they got to walk in, it's all dirty. They was like, yeah, sometimes a nigga might be bleeding, and then it's six other niggas yeah. in the shower. Yeah. They got the white shower. Over here and the black shower over here. The cell, you can't even go like this in yeah. some of the cells and spread your arm. And it's two niggas in cells yeah. like that. I saw for months, oh, years, that. years. See, that. you know I'm saying that's super fucking out. That was a wake up call for me. Matter of fact, can I tell a quick story before we yes, go? Sir. Um, I met, a, I forgot his name, and I think he's out right now. I met a young man from Oakland, California. I don't know why God put this on my heart to say, but. This story always stuck with me. He was a square like me. He went to Laney College and then he was working security and he had his gun permit on uh -huh. him. He went to the wing stop by uh, Lake Merritt. He went to the wing stop by Lake Merritt, got into it with some female uh, nigga that he used to use to mess with this female and got into it with her nigga there. Uh -huh. So the nigga was like, he was going to the car and go get his, you know what I'm saying? So the nigga being fresh off his security shift had his on him. Right. He jumps behind the counter. He jumps behind the counter, go back to the little freezer at Wingstop, right? Uh -huh. You know what I'm saying? And then, so he thinking a nigga coming back to go get the gun. Two of the Wingstop employees walk up with a gun because they were selling meth out the Wingstop. They hustling out the Wingstop and shit like that. He thinking it's them. He thinking it's the nigga with a gun. He killed both of them. Yeah, 14 wow. years. Square. Off of, wow. Fresh off of security shift. He was like, yeah, that's what happened to me, bro. It's wow. in the news, so you can look this up. Look up uh, Wing Lake Mayor Wing Stop Shooting. You can it's Google. Wow. I've been posted it before, and that shit, I don't know why that was just on my spirit. And they gave say, him fourteen years. Fourteen years. He got seven for the, the killings because they only gave him manslaughter because okay. they was attacking him with a gun. Could have got life. Uh -huh. So the seven years was general, uh, generous actually, and then they gave him another seven for the gun. And it was but a legal it was gun. Legal. It was legally. It was legal, but you still yeah. discharge that firearm in that in that, in that Wing Stop and kill two people. That yeah. shit was sad as fuck. Mind you, just going to get some wings, and now the next thing you know, right, 14 years, you a whole square, no criminal record, nothing. 
I said, ooh, wait, so we got to be careful. We got to be responsible with these firearms. Right, you know right, right, right. wash right. your ass. Right, definitely. You know what I'm saying? But yeah, that was just on my spirit to say. But, um, um, you're a Muslim Christian? What, you, nah, I'm a, I'm a Christian. You're a Christian? That's what's up. That's what's up. Well, I appreciate you uh, for pulling up, bro. Anytime, anything you want to promote, you can always use my platform. Absolutely. The scissors, man. The scissor man. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Shout uh, out to Lil Blood. Man, man, y'all make sure y'all pull up, do an interview. He's great at this. I'm going to keep it real. You're pretty good. You fucking with you're me? You're pretty good. I ain't gonna lie, it was pretty good. How long? Yeah, we good. How long we went? It's like forty minutes. Oh yeah, we good. Let's wrap it up. Okay, thank you, bro. Appreciate you. Bless, 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 African. Yes, sir. I gotta go do a show. What time?